0: Hey guys, just given a quick content warning before you start listening to this podcast. This is about superheroes, so you might be of any age, because superheroes are for people of all ages. But we gave the world access to asking whatever random question about superheroes you can think of. So the truth is, people are perverts. While never dealing with anything explicit in this, there will be swearing in this podcast, there will be occasional anatomy discussions. Uh, sex is a thing that exists in the world of this podcast, even if we're not telling you the down and dirty. So if that's not going to be your thing, that's okay. If it is going to be your thing, you'll probably enjoy yourself.
1: Hi everybody. I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. And we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying high on our own hot air, but we've stopped in again to answer some of your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach... What is our question this week? Uh, this
0: question is, what are the rules to tongo? All
1: right, so this is a you question.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first question is, what is tongo? Right, I was going to say, you could ask me Pizak. You could ask me Gwent. You could have asked me fucking Pyramid, and I would have told you that they were making it up on the spot, on set of Battlestar Galactica. I don't know what the fuck Tongo is.
0: You, you would probably
1: know SABEC, at least. Like, yeah.
0: um, so Tongo is a game from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. It is done in Quark's bar, in, uh, so it's a Ferengi game. It is designed to look like a mix of like poker and blackjack and roulette. But the problem is there's not actually any official rules for the game. And Armin Shimmerman, who played Quark, talked about how that was a problem. Because they're like, all right, you guys are playing Tongo. And we're like, we don't know what that means. Like, how many cards should I be holding? Like, there are all sorts of continuity errors. Uh, You do see bits of it in episodes. I actually had these down. Um, Change of Heart and Business as Usual, which are both later games. Still not, as I said, fully sure how it goes down. I do know that they spin the wheel, uh, and then there are... You can make bets either based off uh, Acquire, Evade, Retreat, and Confront is the other one. Okay. And honestly, the only time we ever see them, we see them with a bunch of cards. We see them spin the Tongo wheel. We see them... uh, uh, either confront, acquire, retreat, I win. Don't know what that means. I did look into some fan versions of what Tongo is, but I am a terrible, terrible fucking gambler of any kind. I have been taught poker about 16 times. I still cannot tell you how to actually play poker. So... They made no sense to me. Gotcha. So the answer is, how do you play Tongo? I don't know. They don't know. They made it up, but... Iris Stephen Bear, who knows more about Star Trek Deep Space Nine than any reasonable person should know, doesn't know. And if he doesn't, no one does.
1: Gotcha. This does, like, this seems to be a very common thing where they're made to play a game in these shows and nobody tells them what the fucking game is. Because as I was going through the Battlestar Galacticast, like... There's a couple scenes in Battlestar Galactica where they're playing a card game, where if you're not paying attention, it looks like poker. If you're paying attention, you realize very quickly that it's not poker, and they're just fucking throwing cards around. Um, because, they, once again, it didn't matter. But the conversation around it was what mattered, and they were just told to make this up on just, the spot. Just do a thing. And then there's a ball game later on called Pyramid, which is the same thing. I, I was trying to figure it out when I watched it. I'm like, how does this pyramid work? And I'm like, nothing seems to make sense about this, and the editing is really sketchy, and I can't put it together because the editing. Listen to the listen to the the podcast, and they're like, oh yeah, they basically just said do things, and we'll shoot film, and so they made the game up on the spot, and it explains why it's edited the way it is.
0: Next Gen has a similar game called Parisi Squares. Don't know what it means. Do know that like a twelve year old playing it can hurt themselves really damn easily. Uh, but that's it. Like, they'll talk and they're like, oh, I jibed when I should have jabbed. And they're like, you're too old to play Parisi squares like this, Riker. But who knows what that actually entails? (laughs) For all I know, they're just headbutting each other until it's over. Like, in a square shape. Um, In a square. uh, Science fiction has this really bad habit of just making shit up as they go along and not taking the time to to really come up with the thing uh for example star trek had a habit when they had like oh something's going wrong with the engine the scriptwriter would just write tech and someone who was actually like had come up with how the stuff works would sit down and write out like two paragraphs of techno babble for levar burton to spout out so, like oh jordy what do we need to do and jordy's answer in the script would just be tech oh
1: that it's amazing also, you writers, get on this shit. Like, I mean, give these people some instruction. The other... Also, I want to be able to play some of these games, yes. and I don't know how.
0: The other thing is you can go too far the other direction, and we end up and with tur- a Lord of the Rings or a Dune. And you're like, fucking
1: Christ, I love both of those, but they're hard to read. Well, I was going to say, you could also go the entire different direction. And Gwent is a card game featured in the Witcher universe. You can play it in the games. It became so popular that they made its own spin-off game. You can Mm. just go buy Gwent as a standalone game.
0: There was a Final Fantasy IX that had a card game in it that had a similar... uh, It's a risk when you do it. Like, give them something to do, but you don't need to make it the entire, like, essential. Although Gwent is actually kind of popular.
1: Yeah, Gwent, well... (laughs) I would be so much further in that game if Gwent didn't exist, Love-hate-relationship. So much further. Anyway, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with a sort of genre facts. I'm going to prod him a bit, see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip.
0: I'm the one that came up with this concept, and it still stresses me out every time we talk about this right before <laughs> you give me the character.
1: <laughs> Today we'll keep with this expedition's theme, generally sea list villains. Zach, what knowledge can you drop on... Ambush Bug.
0: I'm surprised that you're calling Ambush Bug a villain. He started as a villain. He did. He first appeared in Superman, I want to say. Action Comics, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Ambush Bug was created by Keith Giffen. Oh, you're looking up that part. Oh, wait.
1: Uh, DC Comics Presents.
0: Oh, okay. He at least has interacted Mm -hmm. with Superman multiple times. Ambush Bug was created by Keith Giffen. Keith Giffen is known for a lot of things, a very famous Legion of Superheroes run, he is probably best known for being the main writer, or at least the plotter, on Justice League International, which was, let's make the Justice League funny. And it's one of the greatest runs DC's ever done. Ambush Bug was an earlier creation. Oh, Giffen also created Lobo, which was another, uh, let's be funny with the type that people then took weirdly seriously. But this is about Ambush Bug, not about Lobo. I don't know Bug's name. I've never actually read. I've read one issue with Ambush Bug in it, and it's uh, from fifty-two, and he's in like a background appearance. And I was just so excited because I'd heard of Ambush Bug, and then he had nothing to do with the story. He's got the power to teleport. Yes. And if, from what I understand, it's not like Nightcrawler can teleport a mile or two. He can teleport a long flippin' way. He is absolutely insane. He. Tends to, I think, be aware that he's in a comic book. He realizes
1: he's fictional.
0: He's kind of Deadpool before Deadpool in a lot of ways. He's got a better costume. Not in an actually looking cool kind of way, but it's got giant antenna and that cracks me up. Uh, He has a sidekick who isn't always aware of being a sidekick, I think. As I said, he's interacted with Superman, he was a member of the Justice League briefly during 52, but that Justice League died, or largely died, in the same issue that they appeared. Really, as far as I can tell, no one fucks with Ambushbug other than Keith, Giff- Keith Giffen. He's just one of those characters that, Giffen doesn't own him, but he's been so closely tied to the character that no one else really wants to, to use him too heavily.
1: I'd say the the most notable appearance outside anything Giffen's written on him mm-hmm. is he appears in the series finale of Batman Brave and the Bold. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I'm pretty sure when Giffen wrote Doom Patrol, which
0: had been like a lifelong ambition of his, Ambush Bug joined the yep. Doom Patrol during that time. I've never read that run. I've heard it's... Doom Patrol's a difficult book because everyone's like, well, it's not the Grant Morrison series, which is super unfair. But I don't think he
1: joined the Doom Patrol. I think he was one of the villains. Oh, okay. So he was, but he
0: was involved in the
1: Doom Patrol run.
0: Uh, It's difficult to talk about any Doom Patrol series that's not Grant Morrison's because everyone compares it to Grant Morrison's run, and that's even if it's not my favorite comic book run of all time. There was just a special kind of magic in that book. True. Uh, I think I have talked about other people more than I've talked about Ambush Bug here but that's what you got. Yeah. No,
1: it's all pretty on. So I don't I don't think you're going to have to make that one up anyway. Nope. So uh although you did say you never knew his name, I will give that to you. Please. Uh it is Erwin Schwab. I knew it was something doofy Cause at his core, Ambush Bug is just a skinny kind of doofy guy in a suit
0: who's completely insane. Who's completely From, insane.
1: Cut dude up now knowing he's a fictional character and all that good stuff, so...
0: Ambushbug, while he will never get the larger media recognition that he kind of deserves, is important because of characters that were kind of... I can't say for sure that they were inspired by Ambushbug, but they kind of fit into the mold of Ambushbug, of Deadpool and later Harley Quinn Mm -hmm. uh, bringing them out much... Doing what Ambush Bug was doing, but building on top of that.
1: Yeah, awesome. I will also say about that Batman Brave and the Bold appearance, voiced by Henry Winkler. Wow. I need to watch
0: more Batman Brave and the Bold. Everybody
1: should watch that last episode, even if you don't watch anything else from that show. It is one of the finest episodes of superhero TV I've ever seen, and is meta as balls.
0: Well, and as someone who appreciates non-grim-dark Batman... Uh, Brave and the Bold is like the last time that they put a real effort into that version of Batman. Agreed. Which is like 10 years ago, so that's kind of sad, but...
1: Oh, well. Maybe maybe we'll get it again. It's definitely not going to be our bats, but... <laughs> anyway, that's it for today, folks. We're taking off. Before we go, I'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at E A R V V Y R M E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com Uh, Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady. Until next time, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: (laughs) Hey there, listener. This is your editor and stowaway, Stephen. Wanted to give a very special thank you to Ian Ford for letting us use their song Tracks as our theme song. To hear more of their music, you can check them out on SoundCloud.